0: I'm Nels Anderson, and I'm Jesse Turner, and welcome to Terminal 7. And unlike last time, this time we remembered, Yep, this is episode 51! That's right! Uh, episode 50 just passed by it like is. a like a thief in the night, a, a ninja in the night, a thuggy in the night oh, there we go, there we go.
1: Um,
0: completely unnoticed, but of course, I guess you're supposed to commemorate milestones. Sure. Something. It was, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll do something fancy sometime in the future. Yeah, <laughs> but, for sure, for but sure. But briefly i mean there's not much to say beyond just like thank you to yeah. everyone who's listening to the cast like yep. giving us you know kind words notes said this you know this is a thing that really enhances their appreciation of the game or brought them into the game in general or whatever mm. it's uh yeah i mean i suspect we'd probably do this even if no one listened
1: yeah i'm probably probably yeah but it's it's, def-
0: it's <laughs> definitely good knowing people listen and appreciate it because it just makes us want to do even more cool sweet stuff that's right yeah Yes. Yeah,
1: I, I, it, 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 it's i can't really imagine that we would have gotten this far when we just started correct correct Which i thought like okay we'll do four and then like yeah we'll do we'll, do,
0: we'll do a few and then it's like oh no we did 50
1: that's we did, we did 50 and didn't even notice that's how correct. lame we are <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah thank you very much very much to everyone who's out who's ever listened to the show and to everyone who will listen to the show in the future well said but now
1: jesse yep i need to you free your mind you need to free my mind? I need to liberate it's, it. It's going to be... It's gonna it will you, be unchained. It's going to take you no time. Unsh- <laughs> Unshackled.
0: <laughs> because we have the fifth data pack in the mobile cycle. Love it the liberated mind love it and it's we're free i know this is we're free we we're, we're, we are now being asked to think in many new and different ways yep or we're just having our minds crushed down into a garbage
1: disposal <laughs> great both
0: of those options exist that's
1: <laughs> that that sounds really great i i i love the theming of this and if anyone's played netrunner and has won by taking just huge risks or crazy plays i think this i think you're gonna like the the weirdness of this expansion
0: yeah big time it's
1: uh it's it's weird. It's weird house for sure. Yeah, weird
0: house, but cool house. That's right. Um, where, where, should we should we start runner or corp?
1: Um, I think I I kind of like starting runner. I think okay, runner. Yeah, that yeah, is yeah.
0: that is the order they show up in the deck yeah. as well,
1: so people can follow along at home. Oh, there we go. Yeah, there we go. Uh, so we start with first the noble path. The noble path. I like like this man. This art's beautiful. The um noble path. We're talking anarch. It's an event. It's a run. To influence. Trash your grip. Yes, you heard that right trash your grip make a run prevent all damage during this run all damage all damage unless like, of course what?
0: it's something that says this damage cannot be prevented i believe that if you were running spinal i think spinal modem or it says if you um if you if you uh if you receive a trace yep you take brain damage yep that is unpreventable mm. but aside from things that specifically call themselves out as being unpreventable and obviously you can't combine this with stim hack right so i think maybe spinal modem is the only one but otherwise you are completely free and clear you right. can you can
1: plow into that five advanced cerebral overrider yeah and I, not give a shit okay well what if i uh plow through two cerebral overriders and i hit a six advanced june bug i don't know how you'd do that but if you did it you'd be fine <laughs> wow you
0: can't i mean but there is like you know not that it gets played that much but you can just do this and just roll through a Janus, yep, like nobody's business, yep. Um, yeah, it's obviously the best use for it is, especially if you're if you've played out most of your cards anyway. Mm. You just use this to like hit advanced potential traps, and you're just like, "Southern Agenda," and I score it, or it's trap and I get it off the
1: board. Either way, I win. Yeah, crazy, like like weird weird card. I, I, it's 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 definitely something that I was not expecting to see. Yeah, when i first saw the noble path yeah for sure also noble path anarchs what's going on
0: yeah noble
1: path maybe maybe they're using it ironically it's like
0: uh... (laughs) maybe um yeah so beyond that we also have another flavor of a mind Mm. this mind
1: has not been liberated or it's
0: been liberated so much
1: it's just empty it's empty it's just gone so this so what's this card now is this card is emptied mind emptied mind oh i like this so it is a unique resource it is zero to install Mm. three influence
0: and it is says when your turn begins you gain a click
1: if you have no cards in your grip this is Cool. cool I kind of the flavor that like the the, uh, the the corporation can't even really like figure you out or what you're doing. So yeah, you, you 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 have so much strength because like the what you're you're operating on a different level than they're, than they're used to. Yeah, totally. So you get a little bit more you know resources. And, yeah, and, uh, and, and the time other thing, the
0: it, it it you know it, it's kind of the same reason why if you have zero cards and are like Zen and chill, you could walk right through Koma Inu and yeah. Koma Inu will do no damage to you. Right, it's the same kind of thing. Um, it's cool. I mean, so obviously by yourself not by yourself but uh without any other cards to support it's kind of a dicey proposition sure for sure <laughs> um but with a thing that we're going to talk about a little bit later on it becomes less crazy obviously i lo- i love that this is an art card because it and faust <laughs> could not be further apart <laughs> yep and it's great i actually think that's awesome right it's like cuz this you know if you build, i don't i have no idea what a good deck that you utilizes this and you know uh, noble path to get rid of your cards to make sure at the start of your next turn you've five. got you get five clicks right but i think there's something cool here for sure mm. and i do like that it is such the opposite <laughs> of yes. the setup you have with faust which is normally draw a million cards and blah blah
1: blah 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 what this i is like what i do what, yeah what i do just go yeah what i do worry about is if that variant is even close to the power of faust correct i do not know either <laughs> i do not know Either. But I do love it. Like this is the most value for for an extra click. Like zero cost, unique. Yep. And it'll give you a click if it if it combined.
0: Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't cost you anything. It just uh puts you in a very vulnerable circumstance. I mean, not just for flatlining, right? Sure. Like obviously that's that's a real risk. But also just like your best stuff is your cards. Yeah. <laughs> and you
1: don't have any of them. So like yeah do, do you wait till you're totally set up and then you're not worried about anything? Do you do you do it early for like crazy weird pressure? Yeah. I mean you do it like I mean, you could apocalypse
0: and then noble path to make sure you get rid of all your cards. And then next turn, when the corporation is just like, Oh God, just trying to like set back up. That's when you, you know, you've got your five clicks and you just go, I mean, there are definitely stages late game where, you know, you kind of, again, if you're not playing something like Faust, but if you're just playing like a more normal deck setup, if you've got like all your resources in place to keep your economy going, you got your breakers down as long aside from damage, which again, we'll talk about in a bit. Um, You don't need cards, really, depending on your setup, right? So the kind of thing, it's like, oh, you just want more clicks to, like, you know, keep getting those Nerve Agent or Medium digs to just keep pushing the corp down until you can win before they can, you know, pull some shenanigans and squeeze out the win. Right, right. uh, Yeah, it's it's an interesting thing mm-hmm. i think there could be some cool decks but i don't i have no idea what they look like yet
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm i'm kind of ex- like I, I, again like when if the corp getting one extra click like we, we talked about this before a corp having four clicks is just dangerous and you're gonna lose. yeah so, but a runner with five clicks is not like out of control right it's not like it's, it's not small it's not small but it's not the craziest thing yeah Let's let's move on to our friends the criminals. Yes! And it looks like our buddy Eli 1.0 is on this card. I think so. I think that's what's going on
0: here. Yeah. What's this card, Nels? It is information sifting. Ooh. It is a one credit run event. Uh it's sort of like weird (laughs) legwork. This is weird legwork. This is weird legwork. Yep. So you make a run on HQ, if successful. Instead of accessing cards, the corporation separates all cards in HQ into two face-down piles. You uh the runner accesses all the cards in one of those piles. You cannot access any cards in the other
1: pile this run. So this is like hilarious. I, I think it's I think it's like the yeah. funniest thing ever. So if you're running at me and I have, let's say, two agendas in my hand. Yeah. And I have five cards in my hand. Yep. I have to make two piles and yep. do I do I split? the agenda density or just risk it all put it all into the three or the or right or, or the well two. and the other
0: thing is it says the corporation separates all cards into two face down piles right it doesn't say that the numbers have to be even
1: there you okay. so it
0: could be like four and one yep so if like if you only have one agenda do you just put it aside in its own pile and right. like try to make the other one look juicy but then the runner's like <laughs> Well, I want I want more cards. Right, right. So I then you're gonna the say, but then it's like, well, why would you just put one aside? <laughs> I want that one. And then you pick it up. It's just like it's just it's just a friggin' Eli yeah, or yeah, something, yeah. right? Yeah. Um It is it is actually in terms of like play and counterplay between and, the two and, and, and players oh yeah it is one of my favorite cards in the game like i would run this over legwork just because the exercise of doing this is so much more fun than pulling three cars at random out of hq
1: yeah definitely it's, yeah this is this this is bringing back that like this is like a lady in the red kind of thing this is like a right a weird interaction like now we're playing the game together yeah, yeah. again
0: and it's like if if they have snares it's like so they put <laughs> snare in the same pile as the a- agenda can i hit you
1: with two snares right now i just
0: Put them together, Pla- Planning them right. Yeah, and the fact that it says so, I, I'm not 100 percent sure, but I suspect you know the you cannot access any cards in any other pile. So if oh no no wait gang sign is only when the corporation scores. Never mind, it's fine.
1: Also, we op- we can open up with that sweet priority fisk seminar. That's true. And then we have a big bloated corp and they get hand. flooded with cards. And you run,
0: got, and you're like divvy up two piles. Two yeah. Piles. So then it's like probably is the corporation. Yeah. Do you just like split your agendas? So you know that they won't get all of them, or do you run the risk of them picking the wrong one? I, yeah, where you I, get all the agendas.
1: I have an idea. I I, I, oh. ha, I have an inkling that um oh. I have an inkling that like try I guess try hard people will just split the difference and try to keep it like that's that's the safest play is t- if you have two 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 point yeah. agendas you 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 split yeah. them.
0: What I don't know is with Leela okay i mean so you know with leela it's like you remove a card off the board every time an agenda is scored or stolen right yeah so you're running you do information sifting you're making your way through one of those piles the top thing is is an agenda so okay. you steal it they bounce a card back so does the corporation take it and then add it to one of the two piles i mean i guess that's what they must do
1: uh, no isn't this only during the run or no yeah but okay, with leela if you I steal see.
0: an agenda mid-run i see which yes. this still is so now a card from the board comes back into HQ, but I guess the corporation just puts it into one of those two piles. I,
1: I actually think that that card is exists out, out of the play area, doesn't it? It exists out of the space. That's I don't that know. stupid Leela. Because normally, right,
0: if you're at like if you're doing a legwork run with Leela and the first card you hit is an agenda, then you know, a card goes from the board back into HQ right. and it might be one of the next two cards you pick with that legwork thing. Yep. So I would guess... Oh, shit.
1: Okay, I see, I see, I see. With
0: this, yeah, they just put it in one of the two piles,
1: I think. Weird, weird. Which
0: means that if the thing they bounce was a snare, you could put it into the pile that you know they're going to access. Right. But if it was an agenda,
1: you put it into the other pile, I think. I guess. Yeah. Wow. That's a... That's weird. That is a weird interaction. It is weird, but good. Very, very cool card, though. Nice and cheap. Nice and cheap run event for information sifting. Weird legwork. I like that. So yeah, like uh, Tenma will be running this thing and paying nothing for it, which is great, because it's a nice and cheap run event. You gotta love those. Yeah, totally. Looks like we got another run event from our buddies, the Shapers. Yeah, so many run events. So many run events. I run for it. days! Yep. Uh, Out of the Ashes, costing one. Event, make a run. So this is this is another um, but a plebeian like uh, consumer grade, cons- consumer grade events events uh, so i guess Consum- so I, I guess consumer in super grade, life i guess consumer grade that doesn't really work anymore a plebeian life make a run when your turn begins if out of the ashes is in your heap you may remove it from the game to make a run limit six per deck yeah so we're talking like if you're a heavy runner we're talking like free well no, mm, pseudo free like clicks yeah later you have on. to spend them
0: on a specific thing at the start of your turn but if you do that you can get a lot of free runs.
1: It's it looks like I could actually have all. Let's say I have all six in my keep. I can save it and then do one crazy giant run. Can't I? I
0: think so. Because it
1: says you may remove it from the game to make a run. So I could remove, uh, what like six it, at once and make six runs. Can't I? I think so. What's stopping me from doing that? Yeah, not much. I think so. So that's a pretty cool card. I gotta say. I think that's yeah, it's kind of neat.
0: It's it's definitely <laughs> weird because I don't like I, like. Obviously, free clicks to do free stuff is always nice. I don't know that many shaper builds that are like, you know, a free run at the start of my turn is just gonna be crushing. Sure, right? Yeah. Um, but it does, you know, turn on anything that requires like making a run on all three centrals, for example. Right. Right. Um, so that is kind of nice. That there are definitely uh, there are definitely cards that are kind of pitched around like oh you'll you, you'll need to do three things and then on your last click do this other thing right and so that kind of means you know you could you could use out of the ashes and then play two notorieties instead of one, oh, right right whatever right stuff like that um it's kind of interesting in that way it does it doesn't immediately leap out to me as like what shaper deck would this just slot into and be great? Yeah, again, I think right?
1: I think last cast we talked about it. Like like shape like shaper is getting these interesting like oh now you can run a bunch like they they yeah. they none of their stuff really fires like criminal does a but lot. But maybe part of that is that
0: because there is so much other stuff that they can do with their clicks normally that having ways to not have to use their clicks for runs is really great. Sure, sure, okay. Right? Like the turn before you're planning to use this, you can just hit Opus eight times, and then. You, use two of these or something right right yeah, yeah um and if you have you know r&d interfaces or whatever like it's not like you're relying on maker's eye to be your big r&d pressure so maybe that's what, i mean like free
1: runs is always nice especially yep. now mm. um have like, that have that sweet medium or that nerve agent outside of your faction and yeah, that, yeah 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 yeah, yeah.
0: unlike a lot of the other limit six deck things this one is like oh if you just had two or three of these still not bad yeah, definitely, yeah. Um you want you want to talk about maybe the weirdest card?
1: Sure, sure, sure. Let's <laughs> uh, let's uh let's write it up here.
0: Let's talk about uh I assume Actually, no, I should not assume anything. Okay. The card is called Liberated Chela. Yep. I don't know if Chela is a guy
1: or or if a, it's like a word a for like or, or like a
0: place, place? okay. Oh, a word for like like an like an essence or like a like a oh like state liber- of being. Yeah, you've liberated your chela. You know, you've sure. you've freed yourself from material lots and possessions.
1: I have no idea. I guess I guess it's true because the, the the flavor of this card is let go of your material attachments and realize that we are all immaterial. Exactly. So it's very 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 zenny. This is, this, this, is a, this is a shaper card.
0: Yeah, it's very it's very Buddhist for sure. Like.
1: Yeah, so this is this this card is like very very strange. Yeah,
0: tell me what this weirdness does, Jesse. So,
1: Liberated Chela is a zero-cost connection resource. So, it looks like we got like a guru kind of character here presenting I guess I guess the state of nothingness or something. Sure. Two influence and here here it is. You get this if you spend 5 clicks. 5 5. You don't even start with 5. Correct. Forfeit an agenda. As so well. Said, as well. On top of that. So yeah. but 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 this can be a notoriety. This can be a fan site. Site? Which is the best.
0: It's the best, well, yeah.
1: You're like this. Because like, basically
0: you, you were like previously mired in like the most materialistic, shallow, like yeah. celebrity culture things. Yep. Oh, but then
1: you give that all up. And you've achieved enlightenment. That's right. And then what you do is you add liberated Chayla to your score area as an agenda worth two agenda points. Yep. The court may forfeit an agenda to prevent this. What? There's so much <laughs> crazy crap going on yep. with this card. If he or she does not does 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 remove this from the game, yep. Holy cow. Yep. What a crazy card. So it's yeah. like first first it's like aha, then the court can counter aha you. Yep. It's just it's just what a, what yeah. a bonkers card. But you got to get up to that five clicks. Yeah.
0: So you got to get the five clicks somehow <laughs> with you know either Rachel Beckman or. Yep. Probably, I mean, all nighter, super yep. easy for for shapers to do. hyperdriver, same thing. Um, but yeah, the fact that it either gives you two agenda points or steals one of the corpse agendas, right, is so weird. Yeah, and you have to have either falsely created with notoriety or fan site. Yep another agenda it's just Ooh, imagine you, you can the, use this to turn news teams into enlightenment imagine the she
1: imagine a she q, you're yeah. like oh. she q
0: into into
1: satisfaction. two points wow yeah it like is this, this 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 is kind of like an ultimatum card too cuz like you there's been a lot of po- times when you're five points in yep. the game is you know it's like that mid sweet mid range where anything can happen and this is the card you play and it's like you 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 don't just win you just put the corp in a position like well i'm going to win so yep. get rid of one of your yeah,
0: and it's like there's nothing I can do. It's like I just use it. All. I popped an all nighter and hit this. You've you know you have an ABT and a Vitruvia score, and you're just trying to get that stupid Global Food Initiative. And you're like, I've got five points. Do I win now? Yep.
1: Oh, uh, it's so cool. It is. It's 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 a weird card. It
0: is so weird. Um, yeah, <laughs> but in a in a yeah, it's weird. It's weird the way that I like. Yep. But it's definitely like I want. I mean, you know. Some deck where you basically just sit back, like you use fan sites to turn this guy on, sure. And then once you got three of these scored, you're just like make three one time central runs, play notoriety, and that's it.
1: Yep. Yeah, um, that's right. Like you can have like again, like, I I didn't, I didn't even think that you can have three of these. You can have three of these interactions in one game. Yeah. Potentially. Potentially. Uh, you you could even use this just to, just to tear down their uh score like just just if 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 they scored that three five early like that's their only option yeah to 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 stopping you from getting these free gen three agenda points very crazy there yeah it's it is weird and cool and the runner's like playing a passive role like he's 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 just hanging back yeah spends his entire day just liberating his mind yep just 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 achieving zen amazing it's pretty great so now where do all these people hang out they
0: hang out at the temple on the Liberated
1: Mind. Ooh, that sounds like a ritzy location. It is indeed. <laughs> I sh- should it be like just like like a, a like a rock on a cliff or something? Yeah. Maybe maybe they have a good VR setup there. <laughs> I'll take
0: that. Yeah. Two uh, D install. Three influence. Um, Shaper again. Shaper again. You spend a click to place one power counter on Temple of the Liberated Mind. You can remove one of those hosted power counters to gain a click. Use this ability. Only on your turn and only once per turn. So we're storing up mad clicks for later. Yeah, it is literally a click for click exchange. Right. Which it... is actually not that bad of an exchange. Like there are often turns where the corporation is getting set up. Yep. Where it's like you know, like you know, you 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 click once to put three credits on Caddy Jones, and you and then you like i guess i'll click for three more credits like that or like i'll draw once and then click for two more that's always a very unsatisfying turn yeah but it's also like you don't have r&d interfaces or legwork ready to go so it's like wasting a ton of credits to just get a single access off of r&d and hq yep just doesn't make any sense so being able to just be like i will put three credits on caddy draw one card take one credit and then bank a click for later
1: perfect good exchange then you're already actually set up for liberated jayla Yes. Yeah. So, yeah I don't, I mean, I mean,
0: obviously, that's that's the other thing you can do with it, right? But even outside of that, just being able to occasionally grab an extra click for that turn when you, you know, you got to chew through that ass caprice bullshit. Yep.
1: Or or you got to like get that one more little twist of the DLR knife. There
0: you go. Yep. There you go. Or you know, you want to be able to see within the archives after you apocalypse.
1: Oh yeah, which we all love doing.
0: Which we all love. Um,
1: yeah, it's definitely it's a cool it's, card. Like I I, I I I really like it, and it feels like. So it feels like the more you're are you're, you're, you're visiting and like you know clearing your mind at, at at these areas the 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 it, it pays off in dividends later on exactly it's great yeah it's pretty sweet okay, you thought Chayla was weird oh man oh
0: man I love this whole pack so much oh the theming <laughs> of this pack is so good yeah so this, this card was spoiled
1: earlier. It was. I think it. No, it wasn't in the draft because that wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know where it came out, but I've, I I I think it was just such a crazy idea that they yep. just had. They're, they're yeah. too excited. I think
0: it might have been when they actually put it in just the announcement. When FFG put it in the announcement for the
1: whole Mumbad Mumbai cycle. I think they're like, this is just a taste. I think of what's going to be coming down the pike. I think I think it would be impossible to get to not get excited about this card. So they probably would like. We have to leak this. That's true. This is so cool.
0: I have been waiting for this for a while, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So, what's this card now? Rebirth. Rebirth. A zero cost event. One influence. Ooh. Neutral. Neutral. Like it. Yeah. And so, it's also limit once per deck. Rebirth asks Who were you <laughs> when you realized everything you knew was a lie? Chase. And what it does is you switch your identity with another identity from the same faction. Remove rebirth from the game instead of trashing it. Wow. Yep. <laughs> so it literally just does what it says on the tin. <laughs> you are born again as somebody else. Jeez. It is so goddamn good. So this is crazy. Even like power level sure that like that's awesome and we can talk yeah. about yeah, some yeah, yeah, synergies, yeah. but just the fact yeah. that you could just Whatever you want, be like. I'm actually going to be,
1: uh, like, 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 is is your consciousness jumping into somebody else's head? Is, sure. That, is that what's happening? Like, like yeah. there's so many, imp- and, and 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 the art's nice and kind of like, uh, vague. Uh, yes, absolutely. It's 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 just it's just a, such a cool cool idea. Yeah. Some cool cards. Yeah. So
0: perfection. Okay. What do you think the best transformations are? I think in say
1: anarch. Okay. Um, well, I think oh, I was going to do criminal first, but so I think the best ones. You do, you do Andy agree. into anyone.
0: Yes. Yeah. So I think I think the single best use for this period yep. is to go
1: from Andromeda to anybody else.
0: Pro I mean, you could say maybe depends on the matchup,
1: but probably Lilo or Gabe. Sure, I'd say that. Yeah, a lot of pressure. Um, anarch though, we can we can grab our our friend Valencia, mm, right? There who, you go. Who, 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 who's, who's going to ding them with uh, uh, is it? Isn't that true? I think so. Because the 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 bad pebbles stay on there. Yeah, the, the bad pebbles just show
0: up. So, well, oh, you can basically play Valencia, but you don't have to worry about the
1: inflated deck size. Yeah, no, that's pretty nice. No, you do because you you still have to start with the same. Oh,
0: I see. You're saying you start with Valencia and then swap into somebody else. Yeah, I was thinking you go for oh, somebody else you, somebody into Valencia. In Valencia. Yeah, you can do I that. think yeah. that would work. Right? I think, yeah, I think that
1: works. Um, um, what? Well, oh, man, what's crazy is so. Let's say we do. Let's say we do Max into Valencia or something. Yep. Um. What's crazy is you can same old thing a rebirth, which is which is just oh, cool. which is really weird. Yeah, which is certainly a, can. Which is a really weird. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna
0: be born all over again. I, okay. Yeah. So no, I don't think. See, because what Valencia says is the corpse starts the game with one bad publicity. So so I think if you rebirth into Valencia. Right. So they so, wouldn't so we start point. Valencia. Yeah, we start with Valencia. we go, go to we
1: got a uh, noise or something like that. Sure. With but yeah. So like I guess you could do that. I'm I'm wondering no, like Anarchs don't have that right out of the gate power that like say Andy does. Right. Uh, the Val- Valencia is like the top is the, the like the best, I think. Right.
0: But in that thicker deck, it's going to be taking a while. To exactly.
1: Potentially find this. Um Right. Cuz I don't think there are any event tutors.
0: No. Yeah.
1: Oh, no no no. There isn't
0: I mean there are for specific type of run events or whatever, but sure, this sure. is just this is just an event with no other subtyping on it. Yeah. So um, I, I, I Yeah, so I don't know how many I mean it's probably probably the best just because you're gonna you're more most likely to see this fast is to go from max to somebody else. Sure. Sure. Right? Because like max you'll you get see this quickly and then kinda once you're set up, you need that draw less. Like yep. it's still good if you're running Faust or whatever. Right. But you kinda need you need it less than you do depending on your deck setup. So you could go from yeah, max to noise or sure ever wizard or something sure um but yeah
1: all those it feels like there's less in the anarch space like yeah. anarchs are pretty independent i guess it feels go. like yeah, yeah. the criminal yeah going from andromeda to anybody. to anybody else is great man what's crazy is you can go to andy and like you can just swap like your lat your your fourth click is actually rebirth so your yeah, first correct. your first turn was just like yeah. getting getting a nine card yeah yeah, out yeah. Of game. yeah
0: this very fancy wealthy lady yep who's very charming she gets set up <laughs> But then it's like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take a powder, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Santiago. This is this is your task now.
1: I want to see Santiago come out wearing like the, the same red dress. And just <laughs> oh, yeah, like correct. Blowing into a bank. It's
0: yeah, like... like it downloads somebody else's consciousness into them, but they're still they still have the same flesh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like gave it a lovely dress. Um, but yeah, it feels like going from Andy to Gabe or Andy to Leela, maybe even Andy to Silhouette. Sure, yeah, It's actually kind of cool. How about uh, um... it? Means you can get around Ian's. Um, diminished influence which is quite nice oh yeah that's right oh cool because you know you're still keeping and, all your deck and everything so and you need setup so exactly that's yeah that, that, that's actually a really cool play yeah. and <laughs> the fact that you just <laughs> it's it's hilarious that if you're playing rebirth you can you know you can choose who you swap based on your matchup right but like so if you're playing against like a trappy deck well maybe silhouettes great sure well, that means that you just like your deck box has Andromeda, and then just and all the other criminals. Yeah, that's right, because
1: you don't need to, I guess, at a tournament, you just bring all your IDs. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You
0: just choose whoever you want to swap into.
1: Matt, okay, I guess that's kind of interesting with, because if the if if you're Anarch and they're, and they're not running anything you can trash with Wizard, that's kind of a waste. So you'd go Kim over Wizard. Oh, there you go. So maybe something like that. Yeah, yeah. So how about Shapers? Shapers. What's, what's the Shaper play? Going from anybody into Kit. Yep. He's so good cuz you has like influence yeah influence. exactly
0: like kit kit is actually i think a great id um i mean it's like you always have to compete against just the the economic power of kate yep but her uh, her ability is so great the tricky bit is is that especially at a shape that 5
1: influence is so much yep it's massive like especially with the most wanted list now
0: exactly before you was like okay well like when you had lady kind of be like i'll just be kit with two ladies and my crazy you know my, my my stealth other breakers and i'll be great right but especially with the most wanted list like pulling down on your clone chips and your ladies it's hurts it's, bad it's really tight but being able to go from anybody into kit
1: is awesome. Yep, that's right. Because you get all that influence kit. Like imagine kit with fifteen influence. Yeah. That's what this that does. Yeah. Do this the part. only tricky bit is is that kit's ability is best early. That's right. And See? so you
0: kind of want this early. Also early. Wow. Which is part of the reason why it's also so good in Andromeda, just because you can swap.
1: Yep. You're more likely to swap really fast, really quick, because you're getting a nine card draw. Yeah. Cool, Ben. Crazy card! What a what a play! I did yeah. not ever think of a card like this. But what's great is the theming and the situation the netrunner's in. You're, you're like, yeah, that's not a stretch. Yeah. You know, like we we can download our brains into computers, make clones and crap. I think we can, you know, take the same drive against a corporation and it jumps heads. right? Yeah, just totally. Like the the passion of you bringing down the man. Just inspired someone else. If, yeah. you, if you want to take it that way, there's so many ways you can take this card. Yeah, flavor wise and mechanics wise. Yep, it's just amazing. It's
0: awesome. I'm definitely. I I was playing a stealth Andy setup for a while and I enjoyed it. But there are definitely some matchups where you where it's like you feel like you know you get your initial burst and that's awesome. But then later in the game, you want to turn something when you're offline. trying to ch- you're trying to chew through like yep. a friggin. Like Ichi Ichi Vikram server with a Switchblade, <laughs> and you're just like, oh
1: god damn it, come
0: on. Yeah. So just being able to be like, get set up with Andy and then swap over to somebody else who can put more pressure where you need it. Yep. Pretty lovely.
1: Very cool. Um also use just, this just for style points too. You just swap in true. swap and swap in exile, they'll be like, What? What are you and doing? Then, and then just win the game normal. I don't know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, interestingly, you could also go from Ken to to somebody else because he's the only runner with 17 influence Ooh, right now yeah so you right. could go from ken to somebody else but still make use of all that all that influence those, I mean, two extra influences not much more but lilo with 17
1: influence no bad. yeah that'd be good cool. um yeah all right so moving on we have a, we have more one point influence neutral cards yes so as we talked about earlier mm-hmm. with the noble path the Emptied Mind. Now, more Anarch cards. Yes. The anarch
0: so this, this is the, I think, it feels like the other half of that equation.
1: Yes. So who, who, who this, is this? This is Guru Devinder, I want to say. Yeah. Um, we have this awesome little old dude who's in an egg, and he's, like, doing this, like, this, like, uh, cross- Awesome old dude in an egg. Awesome old dude in an egg, doing, across his legs, and just, I think, generating just some, some, like, uh, uh, almost a facsimile of himself. Out of weird, gold, pretty feathery data. Yeah. It's a resource connection, one influence, one to play. Prevent all net and meat damage. Whenever Guru Devinder prevents at least one net or meat damage, trash him unless you pay four. This body that we inhabit is fleeting. We, all of us, can live forever heavy stuff. Yeah. This, pack. this is like asking, like, man, like, I'm like, I gotta say, when these questions and these, like, events can start happening, are we still walking around stealing money from corporations, bank accounts? Right. Like, it almost
0: seems like there's there's more important things to be done now. Because <laughs> you're like an immortal. Like, yeah. But this, I mean, one, just the theme of, like, you know, oh, you just, you've been training with this guru who is projecting his consciousness. So it's like, you just keep projecting your consciousness into. Whatever else you want.
1: Yeah, like this, this, this flesh doesn't matter. Like, a, yeah. oh, a car landed on you. It doesn't matter because, like, I'm everywhere. Yep, I am all things. <laughs> but, but, but he does ask for a bit of a. Uh bit of scratch i guess so, so well, i guess this, his weird techno egg is that, very expensive to me yeah like the maintenance on that thing oh geez. like the band
0: the bandwidth this... required to transfer a consciousness quite high yeah even and like,
1: in the cool cyber feature. i don't even want to know the strata on the magic egg thing <laughs> like so yeah but yeah but this is this is a cool this is a crazy way of preventing net and meat damage. yeah net and meat yeah both of them together
0: together yep and it's any amount so you know so, the the one thing that I'm not sure about, because I was thinking about this, is, and I only say this because I've had Apocalypse on my mind a lot lately. Yep. So, you Apocalypse. Okay. Actually, let, let me... Oh, sh-
1: okay, I see what... Okay. Yeah, uh, let me pull up Apocalypse, because i, what...
0: I got to remember what the text on Apocalypse actually says specifically. <laughs> sure. But, um... So, Netrunner, Apocalypse... Okay, so... Okay, so the order so on apocalypse it says trash all installed corp cards, then turn Turn, all installed runner cards face down. So so this actually
1: protects against the hostile nuke.
0: So that's the thing I don't know. Okay, is because I don't know if hostile infrastructure is it like when you're trashing a ton of stuff all at once. I don't know if it's like, oh, you're dealing one net damage. One, 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 exactly. Or seventeen. Exactly. Right. So okay. I don't know, so I don't know if you need to pay four per e- maybe that'll be in, in the um the fact the unofficial FAQ for sure, for sure. this. Uh, so yeah, I don't know if it'll pay like four creds to keep you safe from the entire hostile infrastructure crashing thing. Right. Or if it's four per if it's four per sorry, uh, you're hosed. You're probably still hosed. But if it's not, then this is awesome. Right, because like hustle infrastructure is one of the few things that can r- hose you if you know you're apocalypseing. Sure, but with this you're just like
1: four creds. Then Guru gets flipped
0: face down. Yeah, he's done his
1: work. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So yeah, once we figure that out, but otherwise, just as a card to prevent incoming scorches or something like that. Yeah, pre- It's like pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. And the fact yes. that
0: it prevents the damage even if you can't pay.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's- so
0: you just put him down for one cred, and he'll almost he'll guarantee unless you have dropped really low on cards you're
1: safe from a double scorch
0: even if you have no credits yeah um which is pretty
1: great yeah so 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 like okay, let's say um I'm with Guru Devinder, and for some reason I want to just crap on his beliefs and start augmenting my body with cybernetics it looks like it's prevent- Doesn't matter. it's it's it's, it's, it's like a, my cybernetic eyeballs cost 2 net damage yep. so he'll prevent that for me it costs a 4 or or, or or he leaves because he's yeah. like, What are you doing? That's weird and gross. That's weird and gross. Get out of there. <laughs> cool card. So cool.
0: Um and finally got everything in this pack is great. I am actually so stoked to play
1: with all this stuff. Yeah.
0: Finally we have the turning wheel
1: yeah this is like uh the thing those skeletons roll at you with uh in dark souls
0: yeah it is exactly that it's probably sure. what it
1: is based off of
0: <laughs> not not something from buddhism nope or anything like that it is definitely the skeleton wheel from dark souls <laughs> what <laughs> does me. uh the turning wheel do jesse
1: the turning wheel is actually spoiled um in the draft yes in the draft um our buddy Quinn's of course came by and we got a chance to play with this card uh a, lo- a while ago but this is a great card let's go it's a virtual resource so our friend apex can use it
0: yes oh and will he he ever use it use the
1: turning wheel a two-cost unique it better be unique resource virtual one influence neutral uh resource virtual like jesus christ what's wrong with me okay one second the turning wheel is a two-cost virtual resource Costing one neutral influence. Whenever a run on HQ or R and D ends, ends. That's the key. Ends. ends. Yes. Place one power counter on the turning wheel. If you stole, if you only if you stole no agendas this turn. Yes. This run. So it's, so you can't win more. I guess. Correct. You spend two hosted power counters for the remainder of this run. Access one additional card from HQ or R and D. Yes. Kind of cool. Super cool. So I think. Like there, there is a source of
0: no greater frustration than when you like do the... You have the two R and D interface, like th- the maker's eye, and you just see like two operations and three pieces of ice. And yep. You're just like, "Go, oh, why?" Or when you've been running HQ over and over again, and you see that same wall static, goddamn wall static. You're wall-static. like, "Do you? I know you have two res on the board. Like, do you have <laughs> eight in this? How is this possible?" Right. So the fact that your unsuccessful runs are going to make your future runs way more likely to be, to, to pay out the good shit. Yeah. Um, you can be totally strategic about it as well, where if they have an ETR ice on HQ, you just run HQ twice, and then you break it for real, go in... And you get two cards instead of one. That's right. Not necessarily a bad exchange. Yeah, that's right. Or you just, and because they're power counters, they can never be purged or removed. So you yep. just build them up. You just use, you know, as your last click, uh, bounce off HQ. Yeah. You get an extra counter. You do that three or four turns. Like that. Then you go in there and get like four out of the five cards out of HQ. And you're just like,
1: give it up, friend. I like this. This is like, you can even, like, I can see this hilariously working out in like a Snitch or a void deck. Like man, because you're gonna be oh yeah, just run, jack, run Jack, run Jack, so run right. Jack. You're getting you're getting twelve. You're getting four counters on here, right? Like, and then you go. Yeah, because because it looks like it, if let's say I have six counters on this, I'm gonna be getting three accesses. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Nice. Especially if, especially if like you actually gained a whole pile of money through au Revoirs or through jacking out through through your Desperados. Yeah, man, I forgot about that. Yeah, I I I, I don't know the the, the au Revoir deck, uh, which was which was uh, I played a while ago but it was so much fun out of chaos theory the problem is is you Ooh. need that 4 mu to build the ultimate right the ultimate uh it's it's like it's like a, su- rig. Yeah, it's like a super opus right but you need that that out there but, but even, imagine getting free free extra card accesses from doing all these yeah these jumps. that's pretty good yeah oh that's super good actually i hadn't thought about that but man Maybe that would make a comeback. Yeah. Oh, that'd be uh, yeah, that'd be cool. And uh, so a little little expensive, and its influence It's gonna be awesome. Yep. Some influence, but, but just fun. one. I mean,
0: like you know your your R and D interfaces and your HQ interfaces, depending on which way you're going, yes two.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's you know obviously it's not as immediately potent as that, but it's more flexible. Yep, and uh, so and anybody look, so, can have it. Yep, a little bit, a little bit slower, but again, at, uh, all the other cards that were talked about in this pack gives you more chances to run the shaper card, of course. Oh, you have those free runs true. at the beginning. You can, you can charge those without really even going anywhere.
0: Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, the fact that these this charge up and definitely, like, when you need that crazy swing, like, all right, this is it, last ditch. Yeah. You've just been building these up, and then you just deploy them and you go. Yep. Yeah. Um, and of course, it synergizes with all the other extra access either hardware or events right yep. so makers plus four credits off of these you're seeing five out of r&d like a legwork plus two counters off of this is like almost everything out of hq yep that is pretty
1: awesome very cool little yeah. a little a little slow as we're kind of describing here like it's a little slower than like your your your, your yep. rushy stuff but, but
0: the wheel turns slowly after all that's right no it feels like it's exactly what you need right because there's points late in the game where the corporation has got like crab load of ice on all their on their central servers and you just need
1: a one more two more yeah, and
0: you just need but like going in for one or two cards or even three cards sometimes can really 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 suck so when you can just when you're like this is co- i finally got my five points all i need to do is touch one more goddamn agenda yep so the fact that like this has kind of been building up and building up and it's just a big thing you can release and there's nothing the corporation can do short of trashing it yep um, is quite quite great
1: cool yeah I I, I wonder do you want to keep the it's it's dangerous to keep all that those counters on there because I would SEA scores the hell out of that that's true
0: yeah so that's definitely a
1: a risk you run but
0: doesn't happen that Really, no, it's
1: a I know it's a great, card, great yeah. card. So it looks like that that was our, our, our free free minded open minded runners. Yeah,
0: we're so so enlightened. Yes. So Nirvana now.
1: Yeah, so Nirvana now.
0: Yeah. But there's another way
1: you can deal with your mind that's,
0: how's that is you can take scraping it is yeah that- you can take your mind and you can crush it down into nothing into, into a, a, a gross piece of garbage <laughs> that is trash and does not exist that's right <laughs> and so on the other side of the coin yep our, our corpse side yep of the coin. Our, our friends at hasabiroid say why 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 do you even need a brain i don't think anyone needs a brain and so they've developed a piece of ice called Brainstorm.
1: Wow. Okay. What does Brainstorm do? Brainstorm is like the is like the coolest card because because it's, it's not illicit, to be honest. I yep. Think. So an, an, another assassin level of, uh, of of power here in danger. Which Brainstorm is a nine cost ice sentry, AP, and we all know what that stands for. <sighs> Always pineapple. <laughs> Well, actually, after getting hit by this ice, you probably would forget what AP stands for, that's which is right. any personnel. You
0: would be indistinguishable from a pineapple. Yeah, that, yeah, that's right. That's, that's, that's...
1: I guess you would be a little bit less delicious. Yeah. Otherwise, indistinguishable. When the runner encounters Brainstorm, it gets Subroutine. Do one brain damage for each card in the runner's grip for the remainder of this run. Yep! And uh, I love the flavor of this card. <laughs> it says, has anyone heard from statics lately? Pope, post on members only news group. It's, it's a t- and they
0: mean they mean members only the the the, the men's clothing store. Of oh, course, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, it's a. And, and, and so, oh and, my god! And, and so yeah, two two strength, two and strength, four influence. So it's, yep. it's 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 low. It's not very strong. Yeah, it's not very but strong. But holy crap!
0: But it's the thing where it's like, if it if it hits, good lord. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. It's man. Yep. I mean the upside is is that if you run into one of these once uh <laughs> emptied mind is turned on for the rest of the game. <laughs> so that's quite nice. Yeah,
1: good 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 counter tech. <laughs>
0: yep. Um I mean it, and it also the emptied mind this card does nothing if you have no cards in your grip.
1: That's right. So hilarious But but holy crap does it ever do stuff if Yep. You do have cards in your yep. grip. Yep. So yeah,
0: the hilarious thing is is like this this alone can't flatline you. That's correct. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs>
1: you'll be pretty lined up for a flatline yep. after it, and
0: the runner can just keep running through this, and they'll be fine. That's right. Yeah, they'll just have a hell of a time drawing cards and ever dealing with anything else that deals net damage.
1: I also like that Guru Devender will not touch this. Greg, he's like no 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 you ran into that yourself man i'm, yep. I'm not helping you out
0: <laughs> it's like you can you can send over all the cash if you want but uh no sorry you're on your own friends
1: actually after getting hit by this is probably he probably just says like yeah you should probably uh give me your bank account anyway. <laughs> no problem yeah wow so, uh,
0: even even at for influence
1: yep this is
0: an incredible jinteki card
1: yeah oh, oh it is hideous
0: Yep. um like I, you know, I've I've happily paid for influence for a scorched earth sure in Jinteki decks before, yep. and it definitely it wins you games. Yep, but n- nowhere near as frequently as you would win games if you landed this.
1: Yeah, granted, like obviously people are the most wary against Jinteki. Yep,
0: um, so that's that, why
1: I'd run this. I like Grendel. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Two you of go. these and a neural EMP. <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: Yeah, and then all the thing and it is it is set up just like Koma Inu, or all the things that uh, you know, give uh like if you re encounter Koma Inu through something like um uh, uh Momad City Grid. Sure. Where it swaps the position of ice, then this is gonna get more subroutines. Even more. Yeah. Uh, with the twins. With the twins through this oh He's man. Gonna, it gets all those subs again so even though it's only two strength like if you have the gross shenanigans that forces people to re-encounter the same pieces of ice yeah. they yep. this thing is just a disaster
1: yeah there's, there's way
0: more of a disaster than koma inu because unless you have other stuff Koma inu can't flatline you so it's like it may wipe the runner their grip whatever but unless you're playing personal evolution or have some other shenanigans like it's not it's if you don't have the kill shot the turn after...
1: Right. The runner can recover from handing you. Yeah.
0: They cannot really recover from this. <laughs> no,
1: no. You can't bounce back after a brainstorm. That's for sure. And just
0: running it out of HP itself. Like, people, I think, are generally quite happy to face check be ice yeah. right because it's like oh it's the worst it's gonna be like Ooh, i don't have any program so it's not an each so each you i'll click through the one trace one whatever yeah. right yeah um it's like the worst it's like oh it's a victor i'll click his first brain damage subroutine and then let the run end right? yep but if hb can get those nine credits and drop this when the runner isn't expecting it Oof. oh my yeah. god like
1: it feels like you just like you just cripple the runner just so hard that, like, man, coming coming I gotta say, cu- cu- uh, coming back and winning a game from that yeah. is definitely a feat. I've I've won games when I had, like, four or five points of brain
0: damage, but it's the kind of thing where, like, it got applied gradually through the course of the and, and, game. And
1: also, I did it to myself, to stim through yep. things. Like
0: It's the kind of thing where it's like, I will go to five brain damage on some crazy stim hack run, because yep. I know if it's successful, I win the game. Yep. If you hit this, like, turn two, and you have to play the rest of the game with a grip size of zero, <laughs> well... Yep the good good life yep you live <laughs> man <laughs> yeah they, um,
1: so HB is not messing around because they also have another piece of ice yes what's this one nels this is ravana 1.0 i love adding the 1.0 yep. it
0: is a five strength three to res one influence code gate okay although we'll see why it's one influence in a second um it is a bioroid code gate and as always, on any Bioroid, Ronner can spend one click to break any of its subs. Yep. Its two subroutines are the same. And they say, resolve a subroutine on another piece of resed Bioroid ice. Okay. Do it twice. Ooh. So, obviously, one influence because if you wanted to import this, you'd also have to import a crap a load lot. of Bioroids, which you could maybe do. But I guess it's a pretty hard case to make. Um, Yeah. So, this is like great. Uh the second piece of ice on a server.
1: Yeah, sure. Right?
0: Because five, like, code gates, especially now, are the bane of my goddamn existence.
1: <laughs> because there's no,
0: aside from, and this is part of the reason why I've, I, again, I've still been loving that stealth setup, is because Refractor is the best. Yep. And otherwise, breaking high strength code gates sucks, balls. <laughs> it's the worst, yep. Goddamn touring. Oh my god. <laughs> um. So with this, five strength, three res, two subs... And, you know, if you're flying an HP deck that has a ton of other biroids, and you will, like, basically these subs are must-break, right? Yeah. Because often biroids have terrible, terrible asshole subs. Yep. But the fact that they can be click-through is what kind of neuters them a bit. Yep. So with this someone face checks this thing because you know you only have four credits and they're like, well, "What's the what's the worst they can do? They can't res an ichi,
1: yeah, right?" And you go,
0: "Oh, but I can resolve those
1: two trash subroutines on yep. that other ichi, or I can grab that that Victor one I resed forever ago. I'll yep. just brain brain yeah. or brain and the run, like yeah, it, or
0: a Heimdall right, like yeah. brain damage and in the
1: run, yes, piss off, yeah, crazy, <laughs> like cool. I like I like man, I like I I I want to say stronger together, but maybe." You know, it's just too good to go it's, on core. It's it's, just... it's hard to push up against the the inf- infinite flood of f-
0: credits as engineering for, for, the future. For playing the game. Correct. Yeah. Uh but yeah, as like obviously if this is the only piece of ice that shows up in your opening hand, much like it I mean, it sits in the same space that Inazuma does, right? Yeah. Like it's, it I mean, needs it's actually support. the same res cost, the same strength, and the same number of subs. <laughs> um so it is basically HB's Inazuma. And yeah. it like even though people played Inazuma a ton and then it kinda of dropped off. I still think that is a fantastic piece of ice. Well, I gotta
1: say, like, Archizuma was a killer deck. Yep. Archizuma is just, like, crushing. Yeah.
0: So this, having kind of a... It it fills the exact same role, where if it's the only piece of ice that shows up in your opening hand, you're a sad person, because you can't even really justify putting it down. Yep. I mean, I guess you kind of... More so than Inazuma. Like, it's less positional than Inazuma, right? Because if you have Eli and then an Inazuma, it ain't doing shit. Yep. (laughs) But if you have eli and then this at least this can still get the eli subs behind it that's correct yeah right yeah um so it's it's more vulnerable in that you know if if the runner manages to, to parasite or friggin knifed spoon forked all the rest of your ice then this guy does nothing that's right it's not quite as positional as the way Inazuma is so there you they can be a little bit more flexible yep but yeah it's uh if it's the only one you get you're sad but otherwise it is a great like Mid to late game, sure. Extra low res cost, but a pain in the ass to break.
1: Yep. Ice. Cool.
0: Genteki also, oh, yeah, got a new agenda.
1: Oh, a psy agenda. The best kind. This is this, is this is dedicated neural net. It's a three-one agenda. The first time there's a successful run on HQ, each turn you and the runner secretly spend zero, one, or two reveal spent. and if they're different. You choose which card the runner accesses from HQ for the remainder of this run. I.e., every HQ access is now a snare. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, no, it's the first the first time. It's, yes. It's, okay, so every once per HQ access. Right.
0: But, I mean, after you've basically been fed a snare, you're probably not going to be making another run on HQ that <laughs> turn. <dirt. laughs>
1: That's correct. You're probably going to be <laughs> l- licking your wounds in well, your yeah, corner somewhere. Yeah, um, correct. Do you like Do you like this card?
0: it's cool. I mean, I think like so much of the s- stuff that has you playing psy games really frequently. Like yep. I think something like cerebral casts, where you kind of only play or you play it occasionally, right, is 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 great in a lot of different tenteki decks. But these ones where it's like you're going to be playing a lot of psy games all the time, yeah, they're all very hard to make a case for them outside of Nisei Division. Yeah, because it's expensive. It's zero one two, but it's expensive. Yeah, it can get very pricey. But inside of Nisei Division, or maybe even something like Paul no foods where it's like, it's getting a lot of credits anyway. Yep. But you need like big money to be able to justify it. Oh yeah. Uh, but once you do that, if you actually have like kind of a murdery setup, especially at an Nisei, this is not that bad because like, you know, ideally, you know, those decks often run kind of ice light aside from account siphon. You really aren't that worried about protecting HQ. Sure. Right. Cause like, it's going to be full of snares and fetals. And even if they hit a future perfect, they got to jump through the scoops to get it yep. out. So this makes the runner even less inclined to run HQ. Sure. So it's like you score one of these, and basically your HQ is saved from everything but account siphon for the rest of the game. Cool. And so you pack, like, one or two targeted marketings, and just always name account siphon <laughs> if you're playing against a criminal, and you're kind of fine now. <laughs> I like right? that. Um, so I think, again, outside of Nisei, it's harder to make a case for. But with Nisei...
1: And, you know, you know, there's players out there that just crush side games. Like, yeah. So they they they'd probably like something like this as well.
0: Speaking of side games, <laughs> <laughs> in the, I guess they really want to make Nisei a thing. Yeah, uh, the ever. Nisei division, because now we also have Chitana. Yes, Chitana is a Forteres three strength sentry. is two influence, but that doesn't matter because <laughs> you only <laughs> ever play it in Jinteki, probably only in the Nisei division. Uh, the first sub is each player gain two gains two credits. Yikes, it's interesting, and the second is. You and the runner secretly spend, one two. you do the side game, if you and the runner spend a different number of credits, do one net damage for each card in the runner's grip.
1: Wow, so this so is kind of like Psy into Koma Inu. Yeah, this is also like, the card's like, okay, listen, guys, you guys are both good. I don't care how poor you are. Yep. You guys are both gonna play a friggin' side game. That's what this card says to me. Because the first sub is each totally. player gains this too. Yeah, gains, gains the side money.
0: So that's kind of that's kind of the bummer in that, like some of the best places you can be with the really mean side stuff is is when you, when know you you're spring win. on the runner and they don't and they only have zero one credits, you're like, I spend two and I win. Yep. So with this you get fuel. But then again, maybe the runner doesn't want to break this because they don't wanna give you free money. Especially if you're playing Nisei Division. If the second sub is firing well, you're getting credits from that so it's like yeah but
1: man okay so this is how we do the thing. but man if i have mimic out i'm gonna run through this all day and pay one to get two
0: yeah but right. i also get two. Oh, that's right yeah Oh, okay, okay so yeah. unlike little engine which is just like oh man gimme 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 <sighs> right right right. this one is actually like you have to think about it a little bit more sure sure um but obviously the consequences are Brutal. quite severe
1: yep like i, I, the, I i'm, I'm kind of wondering why they didn't theme this with like the lion or the, like the dog because it's doing the same thing like it's
0: well it's it's weird thought bubble things. I see. They have I don't weird mar- soul marbles.
1: Soul marbles. Soul
0: of marbles.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's Which, uh, again
0: I, as with I mean because this thing does give you the money to play the side games, if the runner hits it naked, it's a little bit easier to justify running outside of. Yeah. Uh, Nisei Division because like, you're gonna have side It's the exact same stats as an Earl Katana. Yep. But it's gonna wipe out the runner's entire grip if
1: it hits <laughs> like that. Yeah. So it's like that's not that's not bad.
0: Sure. Actually. Um, Cost of four. Yeah. Yeah. Like you could I could see putting this in personal evolution. Um, yeah. Outside of that, because it's like not like unless it's a murder deck or you're playing Nisei Division, which I think the, the best version of those are murder decks anyway. Right. Um. It's a bit harder to make a case for, but I think in NPE is just like another nice. Sentry that doesn't get blanked when they fill up their mu the way Cortex Lock does. <laughs> yep. Uh, it's, it's it's actually not bad. Yep. Um, especially because in PE, you know, like many PE setups will will run profiteering just so they can get money. So it's like once you've slammed like six points of bad publicity on yourself, giving the runner two more credits, you, you don't really that doesn't care. really matter. That's right.
1: Yeah. And you can still hurt them with uh with, with this card. Yeah. Which is cool. Exactly.
0: Uh. So, NBN, <laughs> they got an agenda.
1: NBN got an agenda. A beefy agenda. We're <laughs> talking another five, like a five, three. And we, we don't see those very often anymore. Yep. What it's What's this card now?
0: The Puppet Master. Okay. It is a, yeah, five to score three agenda points. And what it does is whenever the runner makes a successful run, you may place one advancement token on a card that can be
1: advanced. Wow. So that's... That, weird <laughs> yeah like i'm 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 trying to think what uh what nbn has that's 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 using this properly things on the board i guess like
0: yeah i mean you know like de- <laughs> ghost branch coming back <laughs> I, guess, I, I, I guess um i mean obviously if you're you know you you could be importing nasty stuff. You could be you know loading up reversed accounts. Sure. If you're playing harpsichord, yeah. Like you can just be loading up your agendas, getting ready to score them. Yep. Because after the runner steals one, they can't get the other ones. Yeah. Like um, like make
1: no mistake, placing an advancement counter on something for a runner running that's that's awesome. Yeah. That's 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 very very very. Those close.
0: ice walls you imported are gonna get Strong? huge. Like
1: I've, I'm 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 thinking like what. Like I can't really think of what's the uh, the 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 killer power play with this card, because scoring three five as, as we've always said is super tough. But you especially want, out of NBA, especially out of NBN. And, and you want like you want to be able to recoup some of that. Yeah. Investment. but like
0: kind of all the time.
1: Yeah. Not well.
0: With this, it's like you do it occasionally. But if if you're using this to beef up an agenda, like it could be a really big risk. I mean, it might make scoring big agendas. After this, easier. Yeah. Right. Cause you you put it down naked, but then the runner makes two runs. You put two tokens on it, but because it's in your weird NBN Glacier server, then the runner can't get in. So the next turn, you just advance, advance, advance. Oh, you scored a five for three naked. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. But it's like you do that once, you have to do it by itself to score this. Yeah. Then it lets you score another one. And then I guess you break news the last one and you win the game. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's weird. I guess, like, I guess, yeah, I guess if you're if you're scoring servers, if this is scored and you're scoring servers like two toll booths and something stupid, yeah, you're, and you, you're you're gonna advance it. What what? Okay, what what I kind of like about this is you always you always go you always like the uh, install advance advance, and you're like, okay, this is the, that that that's the game winner. What's cool is this can actually just happen on the runner's turn. Yeah, so you actually just set up and install that three five and. The runner makes two successful runs. You well, you, well, he makes one run and you put an advancement counter, and another run, and he's he's basically paid for your three another three five. Yeah, which is kind of cool. It's weird. <laughs> it's, it's definitely weird. It's it's a weird one. <laughs> yeah. To to compliment the. Uh, the weird puppet master. What what card? What what other cards did MVN get? Oh, they
0: also got a new piece of ice. Okay, another
1: another Codegate Wolf. Codegate love. Yep. Um, it's waiver
0: five strength five to res. Wolf tracer. That's,
1: that's that that is a crazy value for for me. You typically code gates low on the res cost, high on the strength. This yeah. is actually pound for pound, like five one to five. One. It's also a trace five. Wolf. There's fives everywhere. There fives everywhere. Two influence. It's one
0: sub is trace five. If successful, the runner reveals his or her grip. Trash each of those cards with a play or install cost equal to or less than the amount by which your trace strength exceeded his or
1: her link strength yikes so this is this is like a a komainu as well yeah if you you get the trace up high enough it it
0: will wipe out everything aside from that one monolith yeah that's it you ain't touching this monolith (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um but yeah even if the runner hits this and doesn't invest so i think this is interesting because like generally with traces right the you know unless you've got the um what is, what's the what's the current that flips traces is it
1: sit- oh geez um, um the one where the, the, the yeah runner the runner has to, has to spend tracing yes
0: yeah. i forgot it i forget what's called embarrassingly because i think that current's actually great um but aside from that like generally traces actually exist only like once the corporation is paid the runner basically has either two options, right? It's like either pay nothing, or or beat it, or beat it. Yeah, like very rarely are they encouraged to like kind of pay down a trace, <laughs> but not really. Yeah, right. There's the Zodiac ice where it's like, no, no, no. Even that, that's just like if you spend five or more.
1: Yeah, you're so you're gonna it's gonna fire once because you spent yeah, the five. Yeah.
0: yeah. So pretty rarely is the runner encouraged to spend like some money into a trace, even sure. if they can't beat it. But with this. Totally you right. You're wanted, like, yeah. I really don't want to lose my desperado. Sure. So I guess I'll pay two to bring my link strength up to three. So now I don't lose desperado. I just lose easy mark. Sure. Or something. Um, yeah. It's a. Uh, it's actually quite it, the fact that it like encourages that new way of dealing with traces. Yeah, I think is really
1: cool. Yeah, yeah. What's also could cool about this card is like players love cheap cards because yeah you get to they're play them cheap. faster they're the, cheap the them. cheaper easier to talk. and this this says like oh get guess what they're all gone now yes <laughs> um
0: yeah so i think it's it's actually pretty it's interesting for sure yeah. um
1: and, and 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 nbn as we all know with with butcher shop like nbn knows how to kill players and yeah, nbn correct. knows how to kill runners so this is actually on another like oh it looks like your plastic are all toast because uh, you didn't read the fine print
0: yeah it would trigger I've had worse, but then it's just getting I've had worse out of their hands, so you can actually blow them up properly later,
1: yeah, because right. this isn't
0: like a discard like with Salem's hospitality. It's actually like a trash, so it that's would right. trigger I've had worse, but that's fine. this, this you is- want to trigger I've had worse off of stupid ice and not when you're trying to blow them up <laughs> yeah
1: this this is trash each of those cards with a plate so. This 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 does fire? Oh no, no this it it doesn't. doesn't. No. Yeah, yeah,
0: because I've had worse is trash, but it's not trash from damage. It, yeah. Aha! So it's so even better. It'll get rid of I've had worse as yeah. long as you beat it by one point. There so we That's go. pretty good. Cool. I mean, it feels like this kind of operates in the same space that uh Archangel does. Okay, yeah. Because like, right, it's like a it's like a relatively it's like a medium res cost like reasonably strength code gate that doesn't end the run, but it's kind of annoying. Sure, sure. I mean, obviously Archangel can actually end the run if, you know, the thing you pull up is the corroder that they had installed the <laughs> wraparound sitting behind it or whatever sure but like kind of by itself it doesn't really do much right yeah while this it's like oh if you res this early on it's still pretty mean in a way that archangel isn't right so it feels like it kind of operates toward that in that same space ish mm-hmm. um yeah but it's actually the more we talk about it, the more i think i'm like that's actually at first i was like oh uh, that's okay i guess but i'm like no that's actually not bad yeah yeah um we have one final nbn card
1: yep this is called Exchange of Information. Oh, man. Zero cost, two influence NBN card. It's a gray op, so we all know that's always a little bit interesting. They're always cool. They're they're always, always, they're I, I, I always, I always love gray ops. Yep. Play only if the runner is tagged for NBN. The runner will be tagged. Correct. <laughs> Swap an agenda in your score area with an agenda in the runner's score area. Yep. Wow. So <laughs> it is the counter turntable. Yes.
0: You you, you know you stole my astro script with the counter on it with turntable. I'm taking it back. That's Here right. have this 15 minutes. Yes.
1: So that's great because uh, uh well, well wait. So if the runner actually scores an astro script, if the runner steals an astro script. And you if swap, you swap
0: it them. In, it won't have the counter on it. That's true. But okay. if if they if they had turntabled it, right? So you scored your own astro but before you could use the token, He's they turntable. steal a breaking news so they swap you're that, scored Astro with the, the token is still on it exactly. So it's it, so if you are playing turntable, if you are stealing agendas with counters on them, now it's super important to make sure they stay there. Yep, because those agendas may get swapped back at some point. Um You know it it makes <laughs> it makes Global Food Initiative even, even more be- of a piss off. Even better, right?
1: Yep, because like that's oh, two for you. Oh, I'll
0: just it's three I'll for just swap it. I'll just like. Because you know you can pull. Oh God! Right, like so. You know you use biotic labor or San San City Grid to fast advance a breaking news, and then on your last click, you just, you swap global food with that breaking news <laughs> you just scored. For example, yep. And then you are like you had four points. Now you have now you have six. Yeah. And then just one more breaking news, and the game is over. Yikes! Um, like, and I'm even though I hate. <laughs> being on the receiving end of them yep any cards that synergize with breaking news shenanigans right i really like yep and this one is definitely one of those yeah um yeah because like yeah uh you could even do stuff early on where you deliberately are you playing harps card for example sure right like you know you put down an astro and a global food if they steal the astro you know well, I guess you'd have to be a little bit more clever than that. Yep. But you basically get a two advanced global food and then an Astro naked on the table. Whichever one they steal, you can score the other one. And then in the future, you swap can swap them, them around. Once you've used the Astro token and is just two points. Yep.
1: Um, I, I like the idea of maybe giving them a vanity project. <laughs> and then oh, just man. like swapping it in and like...
0: swapping it back for a breaking news or 15, swapping them anything for 15 minutes is definitely the biggest oh yeah that's for
1: <laughs> sure that's the power plays yeah the 50 minutes
0: yeah so that is that is quite a goddamn thing um it feels like you don't because you know obviously the other thing you can do when the runners is tagged is just blow them up yep so it feels like you probably don't want to put this in a kill deck or no. certainly not more than one copy you're But the fact that it gives you something to do even when the runners like slap down two plus and they're like i'm fine i don't
1: give a shit i'm just going
0: yep you're like oh all, all those high footage edges you've stolen huh swap it, swap game over
1: yes i like, like that that's that oh, that's cool yeah drowning in tags zero cost so even if they've even though they so yep. I, yeah, You, can still you don't do care
0: because if you score to Breaking News and some other stuff and you got up to five points, you're like, "I, you score the Global Food, I'm swapping this and the game is over. Oh, wow. And yep.
1: NBN winning in stranger and stranger ways.
0: Absolutely correct. <laughs> so our,
1: so our friends Wayland are not without a cool BV code gate. That's true.
0: They, is... they have a, a nice code gate now.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, sort of.
1: <laughs> yeah, again, again, we have this uh, situational placement-based ice. Yeah. And... It's so cool on paper, and it's so cool to build your dream server. But Sometimes the cards just aren't delivered in that yeah. way. This, of course, we're talking about what, Nels? Red Tape. Red Tape. Red Tape is a
0: five-strength, two-res code gate. Whoa. One influence. Like it. It's pretty good. And what it does is, is a single <laughs> sub that all ice has plus three strength for the remainder of this run. That, this is basically Wayland's chum.
1: Yep. Maybe even more so than Wendigo. Sure. It's it's just it's not it doesn't sting, you know? Yeah. I I know they're just gonna jack out or whatever after. Anyways, yeah. but it, the the potential to sting just isn't there. Yeah. What's what's interesting is this is all ice. Yeah. This is ice on the remote that's ten servers to the right. This yep. is all ice. I mean it only lasts for the end of, sure. for the remainder of this month. But, but you know. There's, there's something. You going know, on you there. know in your heart. You know in your heart that you the over you've, there. You've is. got
0: that bullfrog play, you're just waiting. <laughs> <The> bullfrog play. <laughs> Whoop! Oh now this is a seventeen strength curtain wall. <laughs> Eat it. I mean obviously the card art the code the card art is amazing. Yep. Because it's a crazy fancy key that looks just like the key off Yog.0. Yep. Completely spider webbed, entangled yeah. in red tape. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. So it is I mean it's super positional, right? But it much like um,
1: Radama, Red,
0: Red, radeva what was it? What was it? Ravana! Ravana. Much like Ravana or yep. Inazuma. It's, yep. it's positional like mid-game ice where, you know, it can't really be ignored. Nope. Right? Like, you're, you're either... You're you're either right. I mean, unlike Ravana, where you actually have to break it either directly or by clicking through it, with this, you can just ignore it, but you're going to be paying the cost on the other pieces of ice. So it doesn't really work as a gear check, but yeah. it definitely works as like an annoying top server yeah an annoying like expensive t- taxing thing yep, yep and of course as is illustrated if the runner was running yog which fewer people to do these days but if they were this could absolutely make your enigma unassailable Ooh yeah until they inevitably go get david um makes your quant no it brings quandary from zero to three that doesn't help at all <laughs> that one strength code gate that doesn't exist but is definitely keeping the runner out it'll make it a four so they can't david it man they can't Y'all, Y'all get they so they're just screwed.
1: So wow, the the guy that designed this was getting really specific. Yeah. Really. Um but
0: yeah, as like, you know, decent mid range, but much cheaper, right? Like it, it kind of basically does what wormhole does. Yep. Right? Like it doesn't quite have the same vo- it has it has a different, you know, conditionalness where wormhole needs to have at least another piece of ice res or it ain't doing garbage. And this needs to be sitting in front of something else that's relatively taxing, but as like, you know, just decent you make your big servers bigger yeah. without huge cost to you, it's not, it's not that bad. Yeah, it's okay.
1: it's I, okay. I also think, I think newer players need to remember that positional ice is always going to cost you one more than it says on the card. So it always seems like it's a good deal. Uh, but it's slightly I mean, less of a good, better deal if you put it higher, for right. example. It's going to be costing you two more credits. Yeah.
0: But like this in front of... Two, you know, mid-range pieces of ice. Make them quick. Total cost to get this thing annoying the runners four credits, but it makes rest that server really a pain in the ass. Yep. So it's like that's actually not a bad exchange. Yeah. It's not great, but it's not bad. Maybe one of these in like a Wayland deck that you know wants to build up the... decently annoying ice forts, but you don't want to have to deal with the kind of situationalness of wormhole where you know you gotta put your tokens on it to res it for cheap, otherwise it's super expensive. Blah 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 blah.
1: Right. Yeah it's okay it's not bad what uh um, looks like Wayland got another another operation
0: oh did they ever
1: this is called consulting visit I like the I love the uh, the art of this card actually yes it's very cool uh this is a two- cost operation it's an alliance and it's double so we all know what an alliance means if you're digging deep into the pockets of Wayland this is gonna be influenceless yep and this is a three influence cost but it's otherwise like, uh, otherwise which no. I don't think you
0: probably know. everyone's either gonna be alliancing it
1: or not using it. Or not using it. <laughs> <This> <laughs> or playing it out of Wayland. Yeah. As an additional cost, of play this operation, spend another click. Okay, so this is a typical double. But search R&D for an operation and play it, paying all costs. Shuffle R&D. So that's pretty cool. Yes. Um, looks like. So
0: the this- only other way to just grab an operation... Really specifically, I mean, outside of like scoring agendas with, you yep. know, the futures Now or whatever, is good old Lily Lockwell. Yep. But even then, you have to burn a tag on the runner. and you I th- go get it. And I think, does it go into your HQ or does it just go to the top of your It might just go to the top. Of R&D. Um, I'll um, check and see. Hold the check. But yeah, this is a, it does let you just like grab the operation you want and friggin' play it.
1: Just like, uh, if you have the c source in your hand, go grab the... And, and
0: and the runner only has three cards. And
1: only has three cards. If you have the... Yes,
0: Lily only puts the card at the top of R&D. Okay, so so this, this
1: actually lets you play, play it. it. Boom. So if, if the runner is ever stuck down to three because you tricked him with your weird Wayland deck... Yep. Uh, you you use this to grab, grab source and, and then drop Scorch
0: up. or other way around. Yep. It like, doesn't... Without Biotic Labor. <laughs> sure, sure. I mean, you could, like, if you also had your Biotics in, like, say, uh, a Titan Fast Vans deck. Right. You could Biotic do this... And for the sea source, and then still have enough to scorch, scorch. Yeah, be pretty expensive.
1: It'd be, yeah, it'd be pretty expensive. But, but hey, using, using bi- viroids to blow up someone's house is gonna be cost.
0: That's correct. Yeah. Um, But the the one thing that I think this is super compelling for is psychographics. Oh, oh yeah. Because you get the runner buried in tags with yeah you know, missing replacements. Or just they've tagged themselves or... I mean, like, even Barry doesn't have to be that many with cycle graphics, yep. right? It can be, like, three. Sure. <laughs> three or four, right? And then you install your agenda. You play this on the second one to grab the psychographics, Fast advance your thing. Boom. Yep. That's you, keep, cool. you keep going. And that's actually, like, pretty darn good.
1: Yeah, for sure. Wow. Yeah. That's- and
0: then, you know... If you've got your museum of history bullshit, <laughs> you put this back in. You put psychographics back in. Psychographics you use Mumbai City Hall oh. to pull this out and play it again, and then you just like slam out three agendas in one in like three consecutive turns. Right, and then the game's over.
1: Wow, cool. Like, I, yeah, like this is like, uh, Whalen's always been. I think the power tutor. Uh,
0: yes, they 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 undoubtedly have the best tutors for sure. Yeah. So like, um, and this is just another one of those. And you true. could you can use I don't really know in what circumstances it would be amazing, but you can even though this is a double, you can use this to get another double and it'll cost you oh, three your whole clicks. turn. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, it's uh it definitely I think the combo with psychographics is great. And then you have other options too. But that
1: one is pretty nice. Yeah, installing psycho just whenever you off oh, that yeah, yeah, that's cool. Very, yeah. very cool. Very.
0: And there are oftentimes, you know, if like you really just like you're you're playing kind of a trappy deck and you really wish you had that goddamn back channel
1: because
0: mm. you've got you've managed to like build up a thing with six counters on it the runner has completely abandoned it they said no I'm not running on that and use like spending two credits to get oh that be 18 pretty good exchange yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but you need to find that goddamn card that's right right that's right so stuff that lets you run more like really nice situations like you can use this to grab snatch and grab
1: yep right sure um, stuff like that is yeah, yeah, always, you, you have a lot of one-offs in your deck yeah stuff that's
0: just like when you need it you can go get it and since you can you actually only really need one of these yep and mumbad city hall
1: you just keep fishing it out
0: yeah to grab this and then spin that into whatever other card you want yep is cool but the fact that like obviously that kind of combo stuff can get insane but because this costs so many more clicks it kind of balances them chills things out quite yeah, a bit
1: definitely yeah yeah. yeah yeah
0: and the fact that it you have to immediately play it. This doesn't really enable like crazy accelerated diagnostic, oh, yeah. like power shutdown garbage, right? Because those are all about like amassing the exact cards you need and then deploying them. Yeah. And this, it's like, no, 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 you can do this thing,
1: but you got to do it right now. Yeah.
0: It's cool. It, okay.
1: It, it helps out silver bullets too, which is, yeah. which is very, very cool. I always love the one offs in decks. So finally. Yep.
0: Tell me about this, Jesse. This is
1: a, uh, this is a, uh, finally, we have a piece of neutral ice, it's a barrier. Zero res, zero strength, called vanilla. It's a brand new invention, and it has one sub called end the run. We have the pinnacle of gear check ice. (laughs) Zero costing, ending the run. So. What, What do you think, Nels? It's fine. Here's the thing. It's fine. It does exactly what it says. But here's the thing that
0: will never cease to annoy me. Okay. The use of vanilla as, like... A thing that's bland or banal or interesting and flavorless. One, as vanilla as a flavor, I really enjoy. Sure. But two, that is the second most expensive spice in the goddamn world, right? <laughs> Behind saffron. Like, it only grows on this weird island off of Africa that's full of, like, weird creatures. Everything about vanilla is actually... The, the 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 most interesting weird thing is the furthest from boring that it could be. It's, I don't understand. So
1: vanilla is the least vanilla.
0: Yes, I don't understand <laughs> how, as parlance, it has become shorthand for a thing that's boring because it's not because it's not at all.
1: Wow, I, it, it drives me crazy. I didn't, I didn't know you're this heated on this topic. I really like vanilla. Oh yeah, I'm am am a fan. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess I guess it is. Like, but people
0: yeah. say you're a fan of vanilla. It's like, oh, you like the boring stuff. It's like, no, it's an interesting, rich flavor. God damn it. <laughs>
1: Like tapioca is like kind of a boring flavor. Exactly, tapioca tastes like nothing. You're sure, like you?
0: It, it, just like, like this
1: ice should be called tapioca. That's right. you you heard it here first, folks. I uh, accept it's on Codegate. Up, oh, and okay. as we all know, Cogates are far too creamy. Codegates are far too creamy. Far Actually, too yeah, cream. Why is this a freaking Cogate? Have we not been listening? Yeah,
0: uh, we. Yeah, well, that's why it has to be vanilla, but it really should be like I don't know sawdust,
1: <laughs> sawdust. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this over paper wall every time paperwall is uh, done what do you think
0: probably and the only nice thing that paperwall does over this which is kind of why that it's good that both of them exist although i think paperwall rotates out really soon anyway yeah um is paperwall does have that one strength yeah and as many people have countlessly experienced a time when you're playing against the goddamn Anarch, you're gonna try to sneak something out really early you put it behind a quandary they run at it, you res the quandary, they bounce off, they install a parasite on that quandary, they run, run again, again, and they steal your Astroscript or your Project Atlas or whatever. Yeah. Right? So the fact that Paperwall can keep them off of that, that you, it doesn't do the instant parasite thing. Sure. Unless they've installed Grimoire. <laughs> um, it, does, it does have that advantage.
1: Okay. Um, otherwise... Yeah. Yeah, because this is going to be staying around. It's going to be staying around. At least cost them a bit of money. It's going to be taxed.
0: I mean, like, th- it is It is hard to overstate the value of ice that can be rezzed, even when you have no credits, that actually ends the run. Sure, yeah. Because currently, this and Paperwall that's, are the only things that do. I mean, that's it. part of the reason why goddamn uh, Mumba Temple is such a pain in the ass, right? Yep. Because you siphon or vamp the corp to zero credits, but they except these- they still have these four friggin' credits just floating around that they can do whatever the hell they want with. And you could raise lots of like reasonably annoying ice that will end the run for four credits. Yeah. Right. But, you know, so outside of those shenanigans, like generally you can be pretty darn confident that if you manage to Hoover, the corporation to zero credits, they're not, all their traps were turned off. You can get into all their servers, whatever. And there have been a number of games where I did like the, you know, the motion, paper wall play it's okay great and then they siphon you to zero and you're like god damn it, i knew you had that siphon but i was hoping you didn't and <laughs> yeah. then they run on it like 100 expecting you can't raise it and you go paper wall right and they go oh well because they siphon so now they're probably going to clear those tags or something yep or like run on your r&d and then you're like you get your money back and then you score that thing you put out and you feel very smug yep <laughs> um so vanilla vanilla enables smugness in the same way that not even quandary does that's right yeah so it's kind of it's kind of cool. I mean, I think in rush decks, we'll see it quite a lot. Yep. Um, I mean, NBN also has resistor, which does something very, very similar. Except yep. resistor becomes even more goddamn annoying when the runner goes tag me. Downside of resistor is if you want to get in as the runner, you can just pay those four credits. That's right. Yeah. Um, so with this, it just keeps running out. Period. Mm. So outside of NBN mvn still might go with resistor or a mix but other rush decks this that's guy's it. this guy's the shit you
1: like it it's cool yeah i i i'd like i know probably what happened but i'd like if this was your only barrier i'd like to, it, oh see i have absolutely 100 run
0: decks where it, the my barriers were three ice were three paper walls yeah and that's it right it's like i'm gonna make you go get that corroder your corroder for this crap you're gonna break literally three <laughs> ice with it maybe and that's it yeah it's done i like um, that um so I am I am very very happy with having a similar setup where it's just three barriers there are three vanillas that's it you will pay zero credits to res your barriers the runner's <laughs> gonna have to find install and pay for actually using it I mean in general right like you're always happy when you have an ice that costs the runner more than it costs you to res yep um, that's part of, the, part of the reason why, even now, like, Pup is so goddamn great. Yep. Right. But with this, like, it actually ends the run. And if this is your only barrier, it's like, my ETRs from barriers cost me zero for the entire game.
1: Yep. It with it. I, like, I want to see when the guy drops the Morning Star, like, hey, here it comes. Right. Like, <laughs> perfect.
0: <laughs> right. Perfect. Um, yeah. So that is pretty cool indeed. Cool. So great, great pass. Oh, man. Yeah. There's, oh, I'm still I'm still hung up on rebirth. It yeah. makes me so
1: excited. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the cards like I'm I'm really excited to, to see slotted a lot of decks that I've been like practicing with and playing with. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of neat spice. Yeah, A lot of neat rare vanilla spice.
0: That's right. It is rare. <laughs> yeah, you, it you, enhances the flavor you, dramatically.
1: You've opened my eyes to how 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 we've been abusing the term vanilla. It's egregious. Yeah. Well, uh, well, growing up, I always wondered like, wait, original means like original and original also means original you know like it's like oh yeah. that's an original idea or oh no this is original flavor like it's like the original like i don't know right it's the same kind of thing I think. yeah exactly english is like a messy messy language yes oh this one i think is
0: i i challenge everyone listening to this podcast to strip using vanilla as a synonym for boring or plain or uninteresting from your lexicon it is the opposite of
1: that replacing it with Sawdust? Is that what you want?
0: Nah, we can uh, feel free to propose better synonyms <laughs> that are like kind of food esque.
1: Food esque, like tofu sure. tofuish.
0: Sure, I mean tofu doesn't really taste like anything. No, really, you need you, is... you need
1: to cram the hell out of it with like sp- other spices,
0: chilies. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Tofu is way more tasteless than vanilla, so that maybe that's the challenge F- People can feel free to weigh in if they have any other <laughs> better food synonyms for vanilla. But in the meantime, soylent, soylent. <laughs> I don't know. I guess they make you poop a lot. I don't remember. (laughs) Um, But yeah. Have you ever seen a vanilla bean? Yeah. They're weird. (laughs) They're like this big, long, fake, like...
1: I have a lot of thoughts about Vanilla. I guess. I, 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 I suppose so. <laughs> All right. Well. Well.
0: If you have any thoughts as well about Vanilla <laughs> or anything else, you're welcome to email us at terminal7 at You know, we're always more than happy to hear questions, thoughts, feedback, whatever. Mm. Um. In addition, we mention this periodically and the period has come up once again. And this is just one podcast of many. Yes. Of a legion, a host. We are many. Casts. We are
1: many. We are legion.
0: <laughs> we are casters. <laughs> um, there's a bunch of other awesome podcasts on the Idle Thumbs Network. Yeah, uh, a lot of them relate to games. Some don't. Um, there's the there's the eponymous idle thumbs. Mm. Uh its companion piece, idle Weekend, yep. which is hosted by Rob Zachney and Danielle Riendo. And it it is definitely the yang to Idle Thumbs is yin sure. in a way that's fantastic. Great. Um speaking of yin and yang, actually, there's also the Idol Book Club, which is a monthly podcast that is just talking about a book. And last month's was not Cyberpunk, but noted futurist, maybe kind of cyberpunky author at times, Philip K. Dix. The Man in the High Castle.
1: Oof, right, right. I had right.
0: never read The Man in the High Castle. It was phenomenal. Right. Super weird.
1: This is the, this is um the Nazis one or something? Yes. Yes, yes, yeah.
0: So apparently there's like an Amazon TV show that really has nothing to do with the book beyond its also what would have happened if the Axis Powers won. Sure. But yeah, the basic idea behind The Man in the High Castle is it primarily actually takes place in San Francisco. Which is, I mean, the premise is the Axis One. So basically, the Japanese and the Germans split up the U.S. Sure. So the Germans basically control the East Coast, and the Japanese basically control the West Coast. It mostly takes place in San Francisco. Okay. So it's controlled by the Japanese. It's it's super interesting, super weird. I I read lots of other Philip K. Dick stuff. But for yep. some reason, I just never read that. It was. Bizarre but wonderful. Oh, great! Um,
1: and and the podcast just covered this.
0: Yeah, and and last month was Man Like Castle. But you know, if you haven't read it, you totally should, and then you can catch up on the cast. It's uh, it's awesome. It's it's a great way to. And generally, Chris and Sarah have a very broad interest in books like great. some of them I like some of them I don't but it's always it's almost always a thing I normally wouldn't have read like probably man like Catholic is the only thing where it's like I reasonably might have read that at some point in the past <laughs> sure so it's like a good diversity of stuff that like I, li- I like to read fiction I probably read and consume more nonfiction these days so it's always nice to have something to be like no remember like literature is good yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> read sometimes right um so it's a great way to do that and all what I normally do is actually grab the audiobook mm. of whatever book is coming up. Um, and you know it's a perfectly fine way to read the books. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's hardly recommended. There's also three moves ahead, which is, uh, also, Rob Zachney's amazing strategy games podcast, if you've been enjoying Stellaris recently. Right, yeah. Which folks who are interested in strategy games from Paradox may have. Because
1: they, they did Crusader Kings. They did.
0: Were, and yeah. Europa Universalis and Hearts of Iron and y- Victoria and blah, blah, blah. blah. <laughs> if you played a big strategy game that it was kind of european in taste... It probably came from Paradox. Yep. Um, they recently did a humongous episode all about Stellaris. Cool. So that was really awesome. So there's, and you know, there's a bunch of other great podcasts. Uh buddy Teddy, Teddy Deef, who was one of the developers of Hyperlight Drifter. All right. He's been doing this great podcast series called Playscape Los Angeles, which is all about just talking right, about yeah. various indie developers in LA. And that one's awesome. And it kind of made me want to do like a companion piece that is Playscape Vancouver.
1: Man, you you, you, you got a pretty big list of uh, I know, right? There's, uh, Vancouver's got quite the pedigree. Yeah, the
0: problem is not awesome people to talk to. The problem is time. time. <laughs> yeah, <for sure. laughs> but, uh, but that uh, it came onto my like maybe potential f- future project list. Of, like it would be good to have like a concentration yeah. and just talk to like a dozen people here in town. Sure. Um, but yeah, all those casts are great and you can just find them all at idlethumbs.net. Yeah. Um, and finally... Thank you very much to our buddy, yep, Mr. Joey Goddard, yep, part of the. Are they a Treyarch now? A triumvirate? I think. I guess yes. they're a triumvirate. Tri- of <laughs> of, of power up audio, yep, uh, doing only the finest composition and sound design for video games. That's
1: right. Um, they're in high demand these days. They are. But if if you since you guys have been following us for fifty one episodes, I gotta say, fifty one episodes ago. Uh, they were a different in a different space. It's true. They were just starting. They're scrappy. But now they are on the- Titans. Unstoppable force. Yes. It's
0: amazing. It's wonderful. But perhaps you've got some game coming up down the road. Yep. You may want to have some initial discussions now. Definitely look up their portfolio pedigree. Give them a shout at Power Up Audio. Mm. And finally, we are coming to a close. We're not done yet.
1: Yep. We have one more.
0: Thank you very much to our buddy, Mr. Wesley Slover, who did the awesome intro Remix Variant Variant yep. For this episode If you want to check out His other composition work And the rest of his stuff That's at Sonosanctus That's S-O-N-O Sanctus
1: That was that was a vanilla cast. And what, now I can't even use it right anymore because it's gonna mean I'm using it ironically? Cause...
0: <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> ah, I love vanilla.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bullying. <Yeah. laughs> so catchy.